Yo, what up, peoples out there in podcast land? All fucking five of you that listen to my shit. Or I, I don't know, maybe maybe it's three of you, but maybe some of you pause it and then give me another listen later on. I don't know. So, how's it going? So today's um today's Tuesday actually. February 23rd. Uh 2021. It's like 5 5 at night. I'm just getting off work. Grabbing me a quick bite to eat cuz I'm going to go home and work out. I've been fucking off on that shit a little bit, but I didn't do it yesterday because I was talking to my bro on the phone. And I didn't do it Sunday because I was lazy. Actually, I wasn't lazy. I worked a little bit on Sunday. Uh, I slept in, but I worked a little bit on Sunday. I worked the Saturday before that. You know, i just been busy nonstop, so I needed a break. But the break's over. I kind of feel like I don't want the break to be like a long thing I need I need it to be I need to get back to working out and not that this podcast is going to be about working out but me you know I'm already husky chubby fat overweight whatever you want to call it you know I work a physical job um, every day I'm, uh, I probably get anywhere between five to ten thousand steps easily a day. Easily five to ten thousand steps. That, that's kind of what I think I get. Not that I actually, I, I should get one of those stupid ass <coughs> Fitbits or whatever they are to count all my steps. But uh, I, I feel like that's just too much effort on trying. I'm not trying to count steps at all during the day. I'm not even actually. I just am conscious about myself. And not that I wasn't conscious before, but I, I think in the society we live in, some of us were destined to be office peoples or peoples at jobs like that or stay at home where physical activity in my eyes is kind of like oh I'm gonna put it this way physical activity for the people that in the office isn't there sitting around all day on the on on a computer or is not you know, I, I I'm not I'm not that guy per se. I'm I'm a construction worker, my own boss, so I got I run a certain schedule, and what that means, is, but it's a physical schedule. That I'm like active all day, but I'm active in a certain way. Like, yes, I lift heavy things. Yes. Yes, I have bags of concrete. Yes, I I maintenance. So I crawl around under machines. Sometimes I'm lifting flat tires. 
Sometimes it's it's whatever the case, whatever happens at my job. Um, sometimes I'm framing. Sometimes I'm shooting elevation. So I'm climbing up and down slopes, things of the nature. And I, I don't gotta. I actually don't have. A, I actually. I know a lot of people talk about you gotta love your job. I don't feel two ways about it. Like I, I like it because it pays me, and I actually like just being outside. And being like active, like in that sense, where like I get up, I go outside, I drive here, drive there. Sometimes it gets a little annoying, but at most times I don't feel as if like, oh, this fucking job sucks. No time do I ever think that. As a matter of fact, I don't think I've ever even said that to myself in my head, and that's not even no joke. Mm. What does suck about the whole, my whole thing? I don't get much free time. Uh, I think it would be a little bit easier if I was dating somebody in the office. Because I could see them, talk to them all day. Especially if it was a girl or something. You know, a girl I liked. Here in construction, I'm constantly bouncing around. So, I don't get those kind of opportunities like that. To have a work wife. Or whatnot. And let me, let me pause this real for a second that this work talk this exercise talk I'm fucking up a promise parmesan caesar salad from Wendy's if you haven't had it man this fucking good and they also have a jalapeno pepper salad that one is good too um the the salads I'm I'm fucking up a salad cuz I'm going to go home and work out and I don't want to eat a uh, workout on like a heavy I don't want to eat anything heavy while I work out or before I work out I'll, I'll, I'll cook me something tomorrow I'll get me some Neozaki grill shout out to Neozaki grill I tried everything on there well not everything on the menu but the two different styles of food they got they, both of them rock the vegetable one is good as well as their noodle shit so but this, these are solid from Wendy's Bucks it fucking snacks. But back to my job. Um, so I, I like being outside. I like the, the to and fro. Um, it sucks on the dating end. And it sucks on your personal life a little bit. But I make I make up for it for time I get off. I get like all the holidays off. I get all the weekends off. I'm not, I really rarely work, work Sundays. Especially at somebody's house. Sometimes I don't even like working Mondays or Saturdays, so sometimes it's a Tuesday through to Friday type of deal, like for me. I make my own schedule. I, I leave when I want to. Uh, I show up when I want to. No, I show up to get things done. It's not like I fuck, oh, I'll fucking show up at 12 and just leave at 1. No, I mean, I show up early. But... Ain't nobody's gonna be yelling at me if I show up an hour late. Absolutely nobody. If I, if I get a flat tire or something happens, then I get a flat tire or something happens. And just no, just a phone call. Hey, I'll be there a little late. Like, what can you do? But I think uh, my body is accustomed to working construction a certain way. 
And I actually like working out like the muscles that I don't typically use. Like I do squats a little bit. I do been doing planking. A little bit of boxing. So I kind of just moving my body around. Like what I think now. It's just just you're just moving your body, just keeping the shit fresh, so to speak. Like I don't really. I, again, I mean, maybe it's bad. I don't have like a goal. Like I don't want to lose fucking twenty pounds. No, that's some that's some corny bullshit. My goal was not, never was to lose. I mean, I kind of do want to lose weight, but at the same time, I just want to be. I'm in it for the long haul because I've been I've been fucking up working out off and on. I work out off and on. You know, the last couple of years. It's just kind of like... And the older I get... The more I see, like... The older I get, the more I see, like, okay... You gotta take care of yourself. Fuck money. Fuck... Your job. Fuck... Whatever the case may be. Fuck it. You yourself gotta be number one. If your job is causing you stress, you gotta get the fuck out of it. If... if you know, if you're in a toxic relationship, leave. You you gotta take care of yourself. Nobody's gonna take care of you better than you take care of yourself. That, that's a fact. You know exactly what you want, what you like, how your body feels. If it, if you eat a double cheeseburger, um, if you gotta, you know, if you gotta sleep more, sleep more. Just your body tells you naturally. Your body tells you naturally, like my body now, maybe I trained it, maybe it's just what it is. I get up every morning at 5 a.m. to go piss, 4.30. Sometimes I pee and sometimes I'm like, oh man, I might as well just take a shit. That's my body's what natural way is to say, hey, we get up that early anyway. It's like, just don't fight it. Don't matter if I go to bed at 2 a.m. or if I go to bed at 8, 8, 8 p.m. I fucking... Still get up at like five or six sometimes. Now yeah, once in a blue moon, I'll catch myself and I'm like, "Fuck!" I slept in all the way to like seven. Wow. But my body's naturally already accustomed to that, so you know, that's just how my my day rolls. Like, so I don't I don't fight it. You don't fight your body. You're not trying to work a graveyard and then and then do this and that. You know, going against what your body naturally does. But so you just take your size. Kind of what I'm doing with the working out. Mm. I'm a job. But again, I'm fucking up the salad. The salad is good for Wendy's. It's good for the working out because it's not going to be heavy. Go home right now. 30, 40 minutes, an hour. Start working out. Like 6, 6, 30-ish. I'll be done in a good time, get a little sweat, and uh, carry about my life. But, speaking of sweating, it was 80 degrees in California today on February the 23rd, 2021. 80 motherfucking degrees where I was at. I busted a little sweat, and I was like, wow. This is crazy. 
It's hot. Not hot to the point where it's like, wow, it's unbearable. But it was a little hot. There was no shade. The day at no point felt like, oh, the little breeze kicked in and was not 80 degrees. Like, it was a fucking 80 degree weather. Today, of all days, I was like, wow. The temp really spiked. Now, I don't know if that's an indication of the year's going to just be hot. Which, in which case, I'll be busy. But, damn. What happened in the winter? And I know most of the most of the United States is frozen over. But, damn. Not here, not here where I'm at. Fucking hot. Um, yeah. Just a little hot. Just a little hot today. Just a little 80 degrees. Nothing too spicy. It was a nice day. Oh, actually, it was a really beautiful day. It was 80 degrees. Not not a cloud in sight. No wind. No fucking... Smog. No UV rays. No. No bullshit, really. And I like that because... Joe Biden is quiet as fuck as president. Amen. Amen to that. I was tired of the fucking president rambling on, talking so much shit, man. Thank God. Joe Biden is just calm and quiet. That's what really that's what we really need right now. A little bit of calm, a little bit of collected, quiet. Just get things a little bit. Take the take the log off the fucking fire, so to speak. With all this that's going around, five hundred thousand motherfuckers have died of COVID. When supposedly it was only going to be like five thousand people. Um, if you still don't believe in COVID now and whatnot, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like. And feel free to feel free to do what you want to do, but do it the fuck away from me. If you don't want to wear a mask, just be just go somewhere else. Stay the fuck away from me. But overall, it was a, it was a beautiful day. No noise, no nothing. Now, this episode. I'm going to talk about a couple things, but I want to get into um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because I finally finished up Season 3, which is Diamond is Unbreakable. And I got to tell you what, I, uh, I now see what all the hype was about, about the show. Um, overall, I enjoyed it. I really I got it two thumbs up. Phenomenal anime. The one thing I did notice right away, they were at liberty with the cover, the colors, the color scheme. It looks like, but I think that has something to do with the overall presentation of the show. They went with really bright colors. A dark purple for Jotaro. Jotaro. Well, actually, no, no, no. 
for Joski. So, okay. Joski is uh, Jot- Jotaro's half half brother, or maybe he's his uncle or nephew. I'm not one. No, I think it's his half brother. Um, you get introduced to Coach Coachy like right away. That's his buddy at school, and Jotaro comes and tells Josuke that. There's something going on in Moria. I think that's the name of the city, Moria. And, and honestly, I'm not going to spoil any shit for you, but... The story goes... Josuke already has his stand ability, which is... Um, Shining Diamond. And basically, he can... Put back together anything that breaks into any configuration. He can heal, he has the power of like, he can heal people. So, that the thing, the thing about his stand that I, I, it's almost as if the stand, Shining Diamond, it almost acts like uh, the time stone in Avengers. Like he can fix anything that's breaking, but it's not. It has nothing to do with time. He doesn't fuck with time himself. Like uh, Jotaro does. But I was kind of wondering if they were gonna go that route. Like if he could reverse time as well. But I don't. That's not his thing. Time. His thing was he could fix, fix anything, repair it, heal it, everything but himself. Um. I was like finish up this. I was like finish fucking up this side, which is amazing. You guys will have my undivided attention now. In a moment here. <laughs> oh no! Bear with me for a moment. Let me uh, package up my trash here. Oh my goddamn trash. I have trash for days in my car. Okay. Done and done. So. Okay, so Josuke's... I, I, I don't know his last name. Right? I can't tell you off the top of my head. Josuke Hitori? Josuke Hitori? He's friends with Koichi, who's uh, his friend at school. Koichi, does he get blessed with the stand? No, I think he gets a stand. Um... I can't remember if he gets the stand or does he have the stand? He just doesn't know it. Um, I'm not 100% sure. But it, Koichi ends up getting a stand. Or he ends up discovering his stand about 10 or 15 episodes into the show. Uh, 
but Jotaro comes and he tells Josuke that there's this bow and arrow and there's something going on with Moria and that he probably has a stand he just doesn't know it and the stand abilities Jotaro then tells him how to control his stand but he Josuke already knows like how to use it uh, cause he fucks up some kids that were fucking up a turtle uh, he fucks up those kids like immediately turns one of them into a pig I think uh <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. He can... Shining Diamond is fucking powerful. Like... Just as powerful as I think... And, and I think... Is, it, is his fucking stand Shining Diamond? Yeah. Jotaro's is the world. The world. Uh, if you haven't seen... JoJo's Season 2... With uh, Jotaro versus... Uh, Dio... Uh, in the world uh, Jotaro ends up going so fast his stand can move so fast that uh, he can end up basically freezing time like the flash uh, for like he ends up learning how to do it like at the very last end of of uh, season 2 and basically he he can freeze time like for a number of seconds like three seconds but in three seconds if you freeze time you could do a certain thing and then his range is only in like a few meters but but he can still freeze time and do whatever is necessary in a close range combat so he his his stand is the world uh then they end they end up meeting ah oh, i can't fucking think of the guys with the hand is his stand uh, Damn it, like... And I put my shit on airplane mode to not fucking get any calls and interrupt this bitch. Uh, but yeah... I think his name is... Um, it's not... Oh, uh, what the fuck is his name, bro? It's gonna piss me off. Let me... Let me... Let me see what's... Let me see. Let me see. Let me see real quick. Come on, come on, come on. So we got Josuke. Higashikata. Jotare Kujo. You got Rohan. Kishibi. Koichi. Okuyasu, Okuyasu is his friend. Uh, actually, he's not his friend. He starts off at his as his... Enemy, but you got Josuke, Jotaro, Rohan, Koichi, o- Okuyasu, o- Okuyasu, and then you got. Uh, yeah, that's the main. That makes up the main bulk of the peoples. So. Josuke finds out about his stand. He finds out about the city of Moira and or Moria or whatever. Um, that there's other stand users in and that they don't know why, but it has something to do with this bow and arrow. Uh, and they traced it to that city. Um, and basically, the story unfolds 
Koichi ends up getting his standability. I'm I'm almost I'm almost positive he's given it because Okuyasu's brother was actually like one of the first stand or like the second or third stand user that they run into like they fuck up some other dude who could control water or some bullshit um and then they fuck up some other dude uh who I think can control electricity or maybe that's the same dude I'm not 100% sure um and then they they end up running across Okuyasu and he's got his stand is the hand uh, his, his ability to me, they didn't get they didn't give the the man enough justice because I think his if I'm looking at the stand abilities between Josuke, Jotaro, Okuyasu, Koichi, Rohan, they're all pretty even except for the fact that Okuyasu's ability. It probably has a second or even a third layer to it. Um, I know the stand abilities were only supposed to have one power, but as you find out later on, they probably can adapt more than one power. And I think the hand, and they even kind of slightly hint at it without watching the the fourth season of JoJo's. I don't know if he's even in it, but the hand ability. All he does is swipe an area and it fucking changes. It sends shit into... He erases whatever it is in the world. Uh, and it also erases the distance. So he can re- literally rewrite the world. And, and I think... And then he even at, at one point in the season says... Not even he knows where the shit goes. So I know he could possibly tap into... The dark void, whatever he's fucking, wherever he's sending the shit, um, and, and I honestly think they they underutilized him a little bit, but I don't, you know, but it was okay. Uh, but either way, Koichi gets his fucking ability in its reverb. So you got Josuke gets shining diamond, Okuyasu gets. Or has the hand. Rohan, who comes in like not quite middle season, but a little bit less. He's got Heaven's Door. Jotaro has the world. And Koichi has Reverb. Uh, and when he gets Reverb, Reverb basically is like he's got control over. He could say a word, freeze, or. Or slam and basically whatever he says, he'll speak it and it'll attach itself to a person and then that person ends up slamming around or or freezing dead in its track. And there's no there's no blocking it. The, the only thing is that the stands which they build into only have a certain range and reverb's only got like a fifty meter range. So if he gets separated he's pretty much he can't do anything like if he gets separated from everybody and like he can't help anybody or can't get help from anybody which is the the case later on um 
So you get the you get their five. They're, they're the core essential group of Diamond is Unbreakable. And the story goes: uh, Okuyasu and his brother have the bow and arrow. Uh, they're shooting motherfuckers left and right with this arrow, trying to find who's got the best stand. Um, the bow and arrow ends up. I think they get the bow and arrow. Joe Toto ends up getting the bow and arrow, but they're trying to. I think he ends up getting the bow and arrow at one point. I think he does, and I'm almost positive they do. But the story, the story to me really picks up once they find out. Once they get through basically the introduction of everybody, the story picks up, and to me, where the show actually got a hell of a lot more interesting was well, they walk in to this girl and it's not Koichi and Rohan and Rohan actually starts off as a villain he lures Koichi into the house along with some other nerd that was into money uh, he lures them into the house and he heaven doors he heaven doors <laughs> Koichi so Koichi can't call anybody for help and and then I don't know how Josuke actually picks up on it. And but you okay, maybe pause. Okuyasu's brother actually had a badass stand. He could control like little what was like toy soldiers. He he had the ability to fucking dump whole, a whole have a little mini war going on in the house and fucking kill you. His ability was badass. I don't know why he got defeated though. He was Probably because it was a fucking moron, but um, yeah, Rohan's ability—he actually fucks up Koichi a little bit, and he fucks up Koichi's friend. Like he heaven doors him, and heaven's door—that uh, was—it's actually a good fucking ability to have. Like if you could just fucking turn anybody into a book and basically read their entire history of what they were doing, how they fell, and everything. And then you can write in, like, okay, well, you're not allowed to hit me. Or you're not allowed to attack me. Like, like dog. Like, and his ability was, I don't know how far his range was, but, I mean, Heaven's Door is a good ability. It was a good ability for him. And then the fact that he's a manga artist. Okay, so they, once, once he gets introduced and... Into the story That's when it kind of the, the story picks All the way up They, they ramp it up Like And where I was kind of like Wow damn Like this, this is getting This is getting crazy So Koichi and Rohan Are walking down the street And they get lost Or actually Rohan tells Koichi like Hey I'm a little lost I'm new He's just moved to town He lived somewhere else For a while how come there's a fucking empty spot in this map and there there isn't there isn't any indication that it, there was anything there on this map so Koichi and Rohan take a stroll and they run into this girl which I don't know her name I'm not even gonna bother look it up but she alerts them she's a ghost she don't have a stand ability like their stand doesn't work on her not, it doesn't work but she alerts them that hey you're in this area. You're going to be stuck here unless you listen to me. You can only go out one way and you can't turn around. And she pretty much tells him, 
like, I'm not going to help you unless you help me. There's a murderer in the town that's been murdering people for like 15 years and nobody's caught him. And I guess this guy had been murdering people for a while. And she's like, well, you know, I want you to catch him. Like, he's, he's still killing people. I can see every time he kills somebody, their soul leaves. Their soul leaves to the clouds. Like, and I watch the people screaming every so often. So they're like, what? Like, there's a murderer in the town. And he's like, yeah, like a serial killer. Like, some hardcore guy that hasn't been found. Introducing the character Kira into the mix is what they did um, and, and I gotta say right then and there I, I wasn't picking up on it at first I'd have to watch the entire season 3 again but they at at some point the people who wrote the show they just literally threw in they layered in like a dozen animes into one anime they had they had uh, Hunter Hunter show up at one point. Uh, Death Note show up at one point. They had Dragon Ball Z show up. Uh, the Grudge showed up, <laughs> or maybe it was the Ring. I'm not sure which one of those. The girl with the hair that could fucking. Uh, uh, there are so many that, but that I didn't notice at first. All of the shit that was going on. With uh, with all what they were doing, and maybe I didn't pay too much attention. But actually, I noticed in, in season one of JoJo's, uh, but they were doing a little bit more rock and roll. It was more of a rock and roll theme. Like everybody was a fucking uh, Ario Speedwagon Foundation and Dio and you know John, uh, Jonathan Joestar. You know, all of them were in it, but it was kind of more like everybody was like. Into the rock thing, I don't know. I don't know. What I, I saw. I was like, "Why do they call this guy Ario Speedwagon?" <laughs> That's a dead giveaway. But, but also Dio is a rock group too. So, and also Dio means God, and Dios means God in Spanish. So, if you're not unaware of that, uh, but Dio is also a rock group. But and I kind of felt like, oh, okay, he's a rock group. He's actually he's God. Because there's Ario Speedwagon And there's there's other things in there that I noticed I was like hey there's a lot of Like music references into this whole, And there's even And then and then they they draw back to that Same exact fucking thing They pulled from their own There was a magic A guy a guy who whose stand ability was a fucking rock star And he could fucking Shred your face off with his guitar riffs So there like I said There was like several Animes built into this hoe, uh, and I was like, "Wow!" Like I, you know, there's just a lot of references to a lot of things. Like, um, I almost, I almost want to say they threw in Luffy and the whole fucking One Piece in there as well because they roll up on a boat with the fucking dude's dad, and he's like, "Oh, this shit," and. He kind of reminds me of what Luffy is, but I can't be, I can't say that that was an inspiration or, you know, I can't say that at all. But I mean, I kind of feel like they, cause they went to go pick him up at the fucking, 
on on his boat, and they were gonna try to kill him on the boat. But he made it. So I almost, I almost, but I mean, I swear, like every anime I've seen that I've been watching, all the popular ones, there's subtle references to all of them. So I was like, well, damn, like, and Death Note, to me, takes one of the bigger pieces of you could probably possibly even say Fire Force is in there, um, and some of these other ones like. That I haven't seen yet, the, the, but definitely Kira. And I, I mean, Kira is the exact. It's the exact fucking thing. Like, uh, but it's it's a little bit different. So they get on. They get hot on the trail of tracking down Kira. Uh, they start wondering, like, fuck, what is he like? So they don't. They know that Jotaro already knows. He's like, look. This man has been killing people for 15 years. Uh, he's he hasn't either. Hasn't even the, nobody even knew that he existed. So he immediately deduces it, the guy to being like some square. He's like he's probably he's probably mechanical in his process. He probably dresses this way. He and they already they pretty much body up his fucking his profile to the T. Just off of like oh, He probably has an office job He probably does this He probably does that And they fucking body his shit up Like immediately They end up Running into him Koichi Josuke Okuyasu Run into him with some other dude At the sound I, I don't know they were, they were out of school But they went to go get a sandwich and they got the bags mixed up. Koichi ends up... Or actually... I can't think of the fucking other stand user they had. That guy was... That guy's ability was to find money. <laughs> or whatever his fucking thing was. And... They... Uh, he ends up taking... Kira's bag. But he doesn't go by Kira. He goes by... He's got an actual name. Kira's his last name. So they end up switching bags and and then he like follows Josuke, Okuyasu, Koichi and a couple other people like they follow him to the school and then he tries he swaps the bag and then you know they end up leaving the school and and he almost gets away with it but the other stand user that was with the the three main dudes he notices him he's like he sees him and then the guy Kira's got an ability. It's called Delhi Delhi Queen. I think that's what it's. I think. Yeah, or yeah, I think it is Delhi Queen. Uh, his ability is he can turn anything he touches into a bomb. Uh, and then he actually has two, and he gets a third ability later on. But he's got he's got not only. That he can touch anything That anything he touches Turns into a bomb But he himself Can send a little bomb Mechanism out And then at the very last He ends up getting the ability to Um Time loop Some shit I forget how he gets that ability Oh they shoot him with the arrow Uh He gets shot with the arrow And gains another ability To his deadly phantom <laughs> Or his deadly queen Uh so okay, so he ends up blasting that fool, but then that guy's like, okay, they 
they were already looking for Kira, but they didn't have any divisive evidence as to who it was. So that guy that was that, that could find money, he ends up running with his little, I think they're little like gold beetles or whatever they are. He ends up running to go try to find Josuke and Okoyasu and Koichi. And he, they're at school and only one of his, that guy ends up blowing him up, but his fucking, one of his stand makes it with the button. And he said, in his last words, I think are Kira, and he hands over a button to his suit. At which point, Jotaro and Josuke both are like, well, how are we going to find a man or find somebody based off of a suit? So I'm like, well, first things first, we need to go find the fucking, where this button is made. It's a pretty particular button. And seeing as this guy wants a low key, he's probably already fixing it. So they track down this fucking thing, this this uh it's not a um like a dry cleaner and that's where they run into kira uh he pins down jotaro and he pins down koichi and he down there gets away with fucking um beating them but koichi Koichi and Jotaro end up calling for help. Josuke comes around and Kira disappears. Um, uh, I think I'm fucking up the timeline, but either he disappears. Oh, at some point, they find out who it is. They come face to face with this fucking guy, but he learned he learned everything about. Jotaro, Josuke, Koichi, Rohan, and a couple other people. Like, he learned everybody's shit. Like, he knows who they are. And then he figured out that his ability was called a stand. He's like, well, this is a stand. So he ends up fucking up. Um, they, they're hot on his trail. I, I actually think at that shop, they, they're hot on his trail. Like, they damn near get him. But he ends up running into... Uh, uh, on a previous episode, this this girl who was I think it was her name was Cinderella or Cindy something. So there's a there's another reference to some shit. Uh, she's a fairy godmother. Uh, so I I didn't like there's like, and, and then you gotta think okay, I think both the ring and the grudge were brought in into this because I'm not sure which one. Koichi's lover, the girl with the hair, to me kind of reminds me. And the way she was kind of reminds me of whichever one was doing that with the fucked up hair. I think that was the ring. And then the girl, the ghost that they found, kind of to me, kind of reminded me of the grudge. It, especially the abilities, like of what ended up happening. She didn't have a stand, but the ability is. If you remember in the grudge, I think it was a grudge. The grudge is it fucking touched you and you fucking sapped your soul out of you. It's exactly what fucking goes on. So, like I said, if you haven't seen JoJo's, there's some other animes I would watch, and then you'd understand it, and then it make me, then you'd be like, wow, this is like so cool because they did it. In th- they did it in such a way that it wasn't like a total copycat. It was a, fr- it was like a like a cover to a song, but I think done really well, and then, and then like a cover to a song. But covering several other covers. Um, 
Yeah, and as Koichi, as a matter of fact, when his reverb goes up, his hair goes up just like he's Super Saiyan. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, uh, Hunter Hunters also brought in their reference a few times. Uh, especially with Gone, and then I'm pretty sure uh, it, it's brought up a few times. They, they take a couple jabs at it. But anyways, so they're running, they're hot on the trail of Kira, and he ends up running into who has the ability, her stand is, she can, like, make, redo your entire body to whatever you want. And Kira gets his body remade, kills Cinderella and the other dude that he switched bodies with, and fuck, he becomes a whole other person. But that, to me, that was the beginning of his downfall because he wanted to live this quiet, low-key life and he was running for dear life. Like, because Jotaro, Josuke, Okuya, all of them had him. They had that motherfucker pinned and he got away. But in doing so, he couldn't stop the urge for killing because his nails would grow. And that was kind of his like, well, okay, well, you know, like, that's his urge like you can't stop your fingernails from growing I can't stop myself from killing like that was his he didn't have the same and dead no he didn't have the same uh, motive death note is a whole other show if you haven't watched I watched that the anime is phenomenal but this Kira was just killing just out of necessity and he was just getting he would turn into a serial killer like and he picked the women accordingly I guess because he thought they were bitches or whatever but anyways, so they try. He he switches bodies. He becomes somebody else, and he, and that that dude's family. They pick up on his like he completely like did a whole change. But the mother falls in love with him, uh, just like the Kira did in fucking Death Note. The literally the same shit happened. Uh, the the woman falls in love with him. She's willing to do anything for him, and. The son is actually who picks up on it. And he's like, well, the fucking dad is being weird. <laughs> so he follows him around, videotaping him. And he finds out, he's like, fuck, like my dad is some fucking crazy serial killer. Like, And then he confront like, Kirk ends up confronting, I, can't, I forget that little kid's name. He ends up confronting him and he tells him like, if you touch me or my mom, uh, these tapes are all over the place. He's like, "Why do I need? Why do I need to worry about you? I can just kill you." And they kind of get at a standoff, but Kira ends up getting shot by an, the fucking arrow again, and he get, he gains another ability, his ability to time loop. So he traps uh, the kid into a time loop, and every day he wakes up. And he's trying... He's trying to kill the kid in the... He's trying to fucking erase everybody. And including... Jotaro, Josuke, Rohan, Koichi, Okuyasu... And and a bunch. Like... And he damn near succeeds. He kills... He ends up killing Rohan... Once. He ends up killing... Josuke, Jotaro... And Koichi. And the only one that's left is... I think it's Okuyasu. And I think he kills him too. At one time. And then they... They set it back... To where he's he actually ends up getting fucked in the time loop himself, Kira. The little kid fucks him up. 
and and Josuke and Okuyasu end up like fighting him one on one, and <laughs> the fight is good. Anyways, before I drag this on too long, they end up coming down to the fact that if if it wasn't for the fact that Josuke, Rohan, Jotaro, Okuyasu. And Koichi were all fucking teaming up on him again. The motherfucker would have lived. And I think Kira fucked up big time in picking a fight with all of them. He should have just he should have just calmed down. He should have left City. Uh, but they end up beating him, and they end up beating the Deadly Queen. And Jotaro is actually the one who actually does the fin- finishing blows because he damn near Kira damn near takes out. Josuke at the last second or who does he almost take out he almost takes out somebody but Jotaro does the world he freezes time and he ends up fucking up only himself he blows up himself so his soul ends up back with the girl who he killed who he started his killing 15 years ago and then again he damn near escapes that too cause he's like well you don't think I've heard about the rumors about a street you can't turn around and her dog ends up biting him and he ends up accidentally turning around and the soul takes him and now I don't know where his soul goes they don't say what happened but they say he's defeated um, and pretty much he is defeated they killed his ass actually they ran over his head and his soul not even his soul and the girl gets peace she ends up leaving. She, you know, she thanks Josuke Jotaro and the bunch, and that street is no longer going to exist, and and everything's good in more in Moria. Uh, now I kind of want to watch season four because I want to see if at any point people in season three show up in season four if they're completely done with that story. I'd have to watch the first handful of episodes. I, you got to kind of watch it all because I'm not sure. Where season four goes, uh, like I said, I have not started it, but I kind of want to see where it goes. But and I was gonna talk about other shit because I'm I'm still watching One Piece. Uh, they're almost they've been in Skypea now for like about fucking forty episodes or fifty episodes, and this motherfucker Anidu is uh he thought he was badass, but he went he's going head heads up with fucking. But I thought that was a dead giveaway too. That Anadu's powers were not gonna fucking match up well with Luffy's because Luffy is rubber or he's gum. Like the electricity wasn't gonna do shit to him. I knew that from the jump. Um But anyways, before I before I did I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh Diamond is Unbreakable. Uh, I, I see now why people were so many people were watching it. I, I thought it was phenomenal, fantastic. All the action sequences, all the little references to other fucking animes and shit. I was like, yo, like I watched, I watched Death Note not that long ago, and there was like bits and pieces within there. Uh, I like the reference to Hunter Hunter, and then I was like, oh, I didn't pick up on dr- the Dragon Ball references as well, and all these other. All these other references Like I was like Yo this is really cool Like they did the show Really well So if you haven't seen Jojo's Diamond Unbreakable, Unbreakable I, I highly recommend Watching this 
fucking fantastic. Uh, two thumbs up. Go watch it. I had a blast watching it. Uh, and then as a matter of fact, I watched um, the Rohan four-part episode on Netflix. His little standalone. Uh, and I, Rohan is, to me, one of my more favorite characters. But I think my favorite of all was you know the villain. Kira was a good fucking villain. But he had nothing to do with Dio, I don't believe. Um, but yeah, but move back to Luffy. Uh, Skypea, uh, they got up there. I just because Luffy wanted to go up there, but there's still there's like I like in One Piece that they get up and they discover an area and they do something, but there's a little like a little they kind of like hook in some other things like. The polygraphs that uh, Robin is looking for, they're there. And there's like there's like a piece of the polygraphs that are missing is up in Skypea. Um, you know, the that's that's part of it. And then they Anandro referred to um, Luffy as a certain type of person that um, and that he's not able to transform his body. He's stuck in a human form. Which was... I kind of figured... But there's also the, the Zenin types. Which are... You can able to morph to an animal. And... There's all kinds of different... And I like that One Piece does that. So you kind of like... Well, I wonder if they're ever going to get back to talking about this. Or talking about that. Or doing this or doing that. Uh, I'm assuming the polygraphs that Robin is searching for at some point... I don't know if they're ever going to find the answers... Because she had searched for 20 some odd years. Gave up after exhausting every fucking resource. And, and was no closer to finding out the true nature the true nature of the Earth, Earth's history. Um, at all. Like this was just something that like she hadn't figured out yet. She was giving up. And maybe now she's going to uncover a piece. We don't. I don't know yet. I don't know yet at all. Like where that's going. Um. Luffy they also introduced a a thing that beats anybody with the with the devil fruit power uh I, what they call it the sea prism stone or some shit it, it basically nullifies anybody with the devil fruit power like so and that's a that's becoming a big thing too because that's not the first time they've referenced it and now it's, it's probably like the fourth or fifth time they talked about it so I'm assuming that that sea prism stone or whatever it's called isn't like high demand, like up at the upper top levels of of the piracy. Because I'm gonna imagine you have to you have to beat other pirates along the way, and they probably know this as well as the navy. The navy hasn't up in Skypea. There isn't no no navy. So, but I'm that's where I'm at. Uh, Luffy just started fighting Anadu. Uh, so far, Luffy's got the advantage, but Anadu's also building, uh, he's building his own ship, but it's not a ship like that. Sail, well, he actually built an air, an airship. So, I don't know if that's going to come into play because they're, as far as I was aware, in One Piece, this was all about pirates. 
But I mean, Anadu was planning to take it to the sky, which would have made which would have made him invincible, I think, because he could have just rained down electricity on any anybody who is, and they wouldn't have been able to get to him uh, from the clouds. He could have just dashed the earth with fucking lightning bolts to his and remade the earth to his liking. Um. But yeah, that's where I'm at there. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm kind of in the middle of... I'm kind of... I kind of want to do a Black Clover update. But I, I want to wait till like it kind of ends. And then I want to talk about it. Because from where they're at... From where the last I talked about, they've gone so much farther. And the show keeps getting better. Uh, and then there's also uh, Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen that I'm watching, but again, I'm like halfway into that, or I don't know where I'm at. Like, I think they're on episode 20 or 19 or 21, somewhere around there. And I've watched them all, and I want to talk about it because I really like that anime too. I like the way it looks. Uh, they got a lot of explaining to do and a lot of uh, getting back to Skuna. Um, but then, you know, WandaVision also hits, you know, WandaVision. We're going to do a WandaVision wrap-up here in a couple of weeks. Um, because this last episode, Agatha coming out as another witch. And I think Wanda's turning straight up into a witch. Uh, it should make for an interesting finale, uh, for to say the least. Um, but I guess we'll get to that on the next episode. We'll get some of those loose... Loose things I was just mentioning, aforementioning. We'll get to those maybe on the next episode. So, you know, for now, I'm going to end that with here. This JoJo's Diamond in, is Unbreakable was phenomenal, man. I mean, I I, I ran, I kind of ran through it in an hour. But, I mean, if you haven't seen it or if you've seen it, you go back and rewatch it. That shit was amazing. Maybe you missed some shit. That you didn't see the first time. Like I want, I really want want to watch it again. Pick up how much shit I missed in the beginning that I wasn't looking for. Because towards the end, I was like looking for little things here and there. After I, I finally figured out that I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, I get it now. Like I, I finally got it. So I was like, but I was like, and I kind of liked it. And I liked the colors, the music that they got. You know, all of it was over-the-top special. So, with that said, guys, I'm going to log out on this one, and uh, I'll catch you guys next week. I'm out.